1: Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional.
0: Commons driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it! In, in 10 yes! seconds! Unbelievable! He throws. Got go! Touchdown!
1: Touchdown! He used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas.
2: All right, folks, what's good? We are back with another episode of Ain't No Seats. Um, B-Turn is here with me. B-Turn, last night, we've said it before early in this year, like when you have those ugly games where you win and you're like, the narrative is based off one or two points. You're either melting down after the game or you're super happy because you won. We've been on the other end of it the whole year. We'd won those close games. This time, we take the loss last night to Oklahoma State, and the narrative is always how it is when KU loses a bad game. It's, oh, the season's over. It's the worst team in the Bill Self-era team, so I don't know if it was that bad. But what I'm getting at is we – if we win that game last night, if we played better in the final minute, is the narrative not that this team's so tough and this mm-hmm. team is so built to win close games, this team's so built for a run in March? Am I wrong? Is that what the narrative would have been had we uh, completed the comeback against Oklahoma State last night? No, it would have been for sure because we've won all those tight
3: games this year. Like our two losses, Gonzaga, we never were – I mean, we made a run, but we were never – really in it and then Texas beat us by 100 so yeah just I don't know how you feel but it just felt like there's no way we were going to lose once we took that three-point lead like we had made we'd made eight straight shots and they couldn't score on the other end and then of course the dude who can't shoot threes at all and doesn't even that was the only one he shot all night and KU fans were pissed that we weren't guarding him but it's like yeah a guy that's not a threat out there and he's not even attempting threes you're gonna t- like you said before this. You're gonna take your chances.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll live with that. And uh, yeah, it was just a weird game. We we really jumped into it here um, on this episode. We're already at the uh, likely three, but I want to circle back to just like I don't know the entire game. I felt like we came out looking solid. Uh, I can't fully remember if we built a lead. I guess they came out looking pretty good too. But like I don't know, yeah. I felt good at the first TV timeout about how we were playing, how we were looking. I was kind of – I don't know. I kind of felt like it was going to be a close game, but that we'd kind of pull away. But then, man, Oklahoma State, obviously we knew Cade Cunningham was good, but they've got some – they're good, I think. I mean, I know they're 2-3 and in the Big 12 or whatever they were, but they were absolutely shit-pumping us early in that game. And for a while – or even into the second half for a while, I thought we could potentially get blown out. But they started to miss some shots as we – We thought they would, but I mean, Mm -hmm. is that was that loss last night you think more on just us playing bad, or is Oklahoma State just pretty good? And is that come March not going to look like that bad of a loss? I
3: don't really think we played that bad. I mean, they had open threes and stuff, but until the last minute, I thought we were pretty good. And I think they went on a 19 2 run to get it to go up by three. But yeah, uh, Oklahoma State, I think they started seven for 10 from three. So, it's like, hey, you could have folded kind of like the Texas game where it's just like there's nothing you can do. But, I mean, they kept feeding Dave and just crawling back into
2: it. So, it's like
3: till the last minute we looked really good. So.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know if I'd say we looked really good. The the transition defense was as bad as I can ever remember us having. Like, I don't know. They had 30-plus fast break points, I think. So, it was just it was maddening at times it felt like any time we started to kind of make kind of chip away at stuff it, they'd just be out on some break getting another fast break dunk or layup but i don't know i uh yeah you said it big dave was our our saving grace which was something we never thought we would be saying even as of what 2 or 3 weeks ago like the dude was the most hated player in KU history and now he's <laughs> Had we won last night, it goes back to how I opened the show. Like, the narrative right now, instead of being a meltdown, like most people kind of feel, it would have been that, wow, we're really good. We just came back from 16 down in the second half, and now Dave McCormick's playing like we expect him to play, and he's one of the best bigs in the Big 12. Like, that's what we'd be talking about on this podcast had we not blown that final minute.
3: And how badly did he want to shoot every single possession? I mean –
2: Dude, that, that's where I'm still so torn on Dave. Like, yes, he was great last night, 24 and 12 or whatever he had. But he was making hard shots. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's just so much different than Doke, who everything he made was because of the way he positioned himself, catching lobs, dunks, like easy buckets. Dave works – or doesn't really work. Yeah. Dave just takes hard shots. And it's so hard to get yourself to believe – that that's consistently going to stay that way. I know.
3: And, I mean, he just looks – he's more patient and he just doesn't look as clumsy as he was, you know. Like he looks a little smoother. The hook looks better, like post moves and stuff. And, yeah, the last three, I mean, he's had – I don't know the numbers exactly, but I think it's
2: like, what, 18, 20, 24? (laughs) Something like that. And then he had, what, 12 boards last night? Yeah, 24 and 12 last night he had, I think, 20 and eight against uh, TCU shutout Samuel. Uh, uh-huh. last, I mean, yes. 18 shots last night, 10 of 18. Like, that's the thing where it's like, uh, do we want Dave shooting 18 times a game? <laughs> Obviously, he's going to make 10 of them. Absolutely. But it's just, I love him, or I love how what we saw from him last night, but I'm still in this weird spot of like, can we trust Dave? to I guess we're not going to expect him to put up 24 but are you officially bought in that Dave can be a guy that gets us 14 a night yeah I think okay. so for sure okay I I mean he I, just
3: he looks a lot I don't think it's like fluky you know I think he looks a lot different and yeah
2: giving,
3: <clears throat> he's confident they're giving him a ton of touches so yeah
2: Jesus, I mean, there's something in my throat <laughs> as B <B-turn, laughs> turns dying there I to uh We didn't even shout them out at the top of the show, but we've been uh, working with them a lot. Toppling Goliath, if you uh, watched that game last night, you definitely needed a beer. So uh, go check them out. We've tweeted about them, everything. The Pseudo Pseudo Sue Pale Ale is the best drink I've ever had. King Sue's Fire as well. Um, they named second best brewery in the world, and they currently hold the number one rated beer in the world, Kentucky Brunch Brand Stout according to beer advocate co so check them out for sure um, you won't yeah, like about. a it's like a brownie batter beer or something he told me yeah did uh, you just wash down whatever is in your throat with a uh, a little sour beer i retired from drinking just water for me only oh yeah the turn man with a uh, fun weekend in vegas one thousands yes i'm sure you did um all right, let's get back to the Oklahoma State game. The comeback was the comeback was fun. I mean Damn. it was I like okay, I said so- at, at at times it felt like we were gonna get thrown out or blown out, but <laughs> you also were watching Oklahoma State make everything. They weren't making mistakes, they were I don't know. The game was going perfect. So you knew they were going to kind of slow down. But yeah, big Dave takes over, gets us going again. But the thing that I thought was interesting about the comeback is the lineup that Bill went with. Bill goes with Marcus, as expected, Ochai, uh, Dave, and then throws in Tristan and Bryce Thompson, who hasn't played in like three games in the lineup to lead this comeback. I, I tweeted it. I was confused by the Bryce Thompson minutes. I, to me thought I didn't see what he was doing well to be earning those minutes. So I don't know. Do you feel like that was like a, this is a let's get Bryce's confidence up. Let's get him back. Or was this strictly a I'm pissed at CB and I'm pissed at Jalen. So I'm going to roll with these dudes and just to send a message.
3: I think it was sending a message for sure. I mean, Bill's done that throughout the years. So yeah yeah but like you said it didn't feel like bryce was doing much to earn those minutes i think he was taking bad shots and turned it over a few times but um yeah i know going back to like the narrative too that you said like it would have been completely different like people would have talked about because all we've been saying is that if dave turns it on that this team can be super good yeah and now he's averaging like probably over 20 the last three games and so it's just like, yeah, people would have probably talked about us being a final four contender. So it I mean, would be nice to get Bryce confidence like you asked. I mean Yeah. If I, you have him in the if you have him in there in a tight game late, could give him some confidence going forward, but he didn't really do much with the minutes he got, you know.
2: I know. And that that's why I was like, Am I missing something here? Like Bryce wasn't I didn't feel like he was doing much offensive. Obviously he had just some brutal possessions trying to bring the ball to court. Got a five second call forced on him, but yeah, it, it definitely felt like, and we've said it like CB CB can go out and explode for 30. He's done it, but he's also very, he can disappear. He just doesn't even try to score the ball at times. I mean, the dude's such a good shooter. He's got to chuck it, I think. And I don't Uh think he's got that confidence yet. So I don't know. I'm hoping last night kind of lit a fire under him maybe. And maybe that's what Bill was doing. Um, but and I will say, Tristan, away. yeah, Tristan though, even though he didn't do a ton, I do think he's getting more confident and getting way more comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm excited. To, I think it's pretty clear that he's going to get the minutes over Tyon moving forward. So, our boy Tyon, we yeah. were so excited about, might just uh, might be getting comfortable over there on the bench.
3: Yeah, uh, Tristan's played a ton of minutes the last – I didn't watch much of the OU game, but he played a lot against TCU and had a career high. So, yeah. outside, I mean, Bill probably sees stuff at practice and because Tr- uh, Tristan would never be in the game
2: late, like early in the year, last year,
3: or in his whole career. Mm-hmm. Like, he obviously trusts him a good amount.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I thought I thought that lineup was interesting. <laughs> it was just kind of funny to – I mean, the comeback – I don't even – it felt like it happened super fast, but also felt like it took the entire second half. Like, all of a sudden, you just look up and we're winning by one. It was so wild. And, but it was just what Bill Self does on the road his entire career. So I'm shocked we, lot, we always win that game. It was uh, that final minute, man. You said at the very beginning of the show, likely we're up 70-67. Isaac Likely, t- career 24% three-point shooter, is in the corner chucks a three ties the game if he misses a shot we win the game and we're right back to the narrative we said this team's final four contender it's tough and big dave's a stud like so maddening that that three-pointer by likely goes in because we 100 win the game and everything after that went wrong we can talk about marcus's drive the cake counting and to save like just couldn't have gone worse final minute but yeah that that likely three is one that's gonna haunt us for a few weeks i think Yeah, and the whole night he wasn't even looking to shoot. Like he'd catch
3: it on the perimeter and not even, I mean, it wasn't even a threat, you know? He wouldn't even look up at the rim. He's going to drive or at least kick it to someone else. But you can't really blame them for not guarding him. If he misses that shot, we get a rebound with a minute left and take some clock off. We get a bucket, we win. Or, I don't know. Because, I mean, minute left, you get it, dribble it down to 30 seconds, at least get a shot up. You're probably going to win. If you get a bucket, you're probably definitely going to win.
2: Yeah. I mean, you take that away. Even though he made the shot, we still – I felt like we're in a good spot. 70-70. We call – I think we call timeout. I can't remember what happens. But either way, Marcus comes down. And I don't know what Marcus is doing. Like, was he – uh, it's just – I mean, it's kind of what we said and what we worried about the whole year is, like, what does this team do late when they need a bucket? And it hasn't really – it hasn't hurt us yet. We've had Jalen hit big shots. We've had the out-of-bounds play against uh, – was that Tech? Yeah, Tech, where Ochai gets the game winner. Like, it hadn't hurt us yet, but last night it felt like it finally kind of hurt us where Jalen was having an off game, Ochai even – Never really got going. He had 14, but never felt like he was fully in the flow of the game. And Marcus just, I don't know, gets absolutely swatted on a shot that had no chance, and Cade Cunningham makes incredible play. But still, I am – yeah. that that part of this team is just terrifying to me is who's going to – who's the guy you trust with the ball in their hands in the final minutes.
3: Yeah, and that led to another breakaway layup in the foul. So, they went up three, I think. Yep. And it's like – yeah, if, they, if that doesn't lead to a run out, who knows, because they probably foul, and if they miss a one-and-one, then it's completely different, because they don't go for the three, maybe they drive, but hmm. yeah, I don't know, it's like, I feel like when Marcus touches it, the ball just sticks, like he dribbles in between his legs, just sits there and dribbles, and the ball doesn't move, and then he just attacks the rim. I mean, he, like, we talked all last year, he can get to the rim easily, but, and there's a lot more pressure on him this year, because we need him to score, and So it's like, we never would have got mad at Marcus before this year. Like we all loved him. And now we're just like, everyone thinks he's a liability.
2: I mean, it's, it's so hard. I don't think he's a liability. I just don't think he, it, it's frustrating to me that we are Kansas and we got stuck with a guy that might not even, I mean, he's fine. He, he's just not like we said, we're spoiled. We've been spoiled. So Uh I don't know. It, he does you're right it's just we we say it a lot but he he just seems to pound the ball away dribbling 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 and doesn't go a whole lot of places he doesn't he's not doing much when he's dribbling he's just dribbling the dribble but and eventually he can get to the rim but he's getting swatted a lot I don't know he just I know that's
3: the thing like I mean when he is getting to the rim that collapses a lot of dudes on the defense but he doesn't kick it out
2: yeah so it's
3: like dudes are wide open for threes and he's taking I feel like he when he drives he has to put it up
2: like in his mind you know mm-hmm. that's I think that's where I've been most disappointing with him is like I don't he's not as much of a passer as I thought he would be I mean he's what he had three assists last night but like I don't know I just wish he was kind of more of like that that not that point guard that can't it feels like guys that are point guards that can't score are normally really good facilitators and that's just where i don't really think marcus is that i think he uh he struggles in that area and i think that's what this team desperately needs so what i want to get to is but before we do quick shout out to bet online uh Oh, B-turn needs to win some money back after blowing it all in Vegas this weekend. But, uh, so he can do that over at bet online. You got the NBA, the rock or the Rockets just traded James Harden to Brooklyn. So NBA is getting wild. Definitely time to get on some action there. Um, they got everything you need totals player coaching props. bet online gives you more options than any place had to bet online. today. use promo code armchair to take advantages of all the great sign up bonuses. So, what I wanted to throw out there while we're talking about the Marcus conversation, talking about what this team needs. I tweeted out from the eight no seats count. If this team could get any former KU player in history to you plug the, plug them into this team. Who do you think's the best guy to go get? But I said, you can't choose a former all American. So you can't have Sharon, you can't have Devonte, You can't have Frank because like no shit. Like yeah, those are the guys you're going to go get. So <laughs> I threw it out there. Have you given any thought to it? I'm just trying to think of. We've had so many good players. I can't even think of who's been an All American or not. That's what's so hard is you start to think of guys and like every like even if you're like second team, third team All American. Like Tyshawn was a third team All American. He would technically not even fit this criteria. But what about making, what about a little A miles action? That's what some people were throwing out there, and I I like that. It goes right back to what I just said. Those facilitators that can't score, can't shoot, or those point guards that can't score, can't shoot, can really distribute the ball and just run a beautifully ran offense, and that's what Aaron Miles did. It's not what Marcus Garrett's necessarily doing, so I don't hate that idea. That was a good option that people threw out there. I also – the one that was kind of cheating after I thought about it because he did win Most Outstanding Player, but Mario Chalmers, I think yeah. he'd be great for this team, obviously. He'd be great for any team, but just kind of I don't know. I feel like we're missing that kind of alpha dog guy to go take the shot. We know Mario mm-hmm. will do that. So he was an option. I saw some people throw out Joel Embiid as an option, which <laughs> if you're thinking about him as a, a college guy, it's like if if he's healthy, sure, I'll put him on any college team because he was slowly becoming the best player in the country that year. But that was an option. Who else did people throw out? I saw Brandon Green, which was hilarious. Can't tell if that person was serious. I think they might have been, but if you were it's
3: funny because if you asked this a week ago, every single person would have replied with a big man.
2: Exactly. That yeah, everyone would have said Embiid. I Darrell Arthur is actually an interesting option. I've always said Darrell, if he doesn't play for that 08 squad, would have been one of the best bigs we've ever had. So I'd love to see him play. This team plays five or Play small ball and plays Durrell at the five. That'd be a fun team. So, um, it'd be nice. I feel like this team kind of
3: lacks like leadership and shit too. And sometimes they're not great defensively. So like Russ Rob
2: would be nice. He, Just a dog. Yep. He kind of running fits, the point. He kind of fits like. But I don't know. I think Russ Rob. Yeah. Yeah. If I mean every player's. And all americans i don't even know who to say i just think like yeah russ rob to me is almost kind of like marcus but more definitely more of a point guard so that's not fair to say but in probably better shooter and everything but uh yeah it's just always it always it would have to be a like, point guard yeah no i just i think that's the that's the uh the fear right now with this team i think to me is like it's not that Marcus – it's not that I don't want Marcus Garrett on the team. I don't I – just not sure I want Marcus Garrett having the ball in his hands more than anybody else on the team. So, I don't yeah, know. I'm, tra- I'm just trying
3: to think of players. I mean,
2: maybe Langford, but –
3: Yeah. We, or we probably need a point because it's like Marcus has never been a true point since he's been here. I think we recruited him as a point, but – and he ran <laughs> the point when Dot missed a game last year, but – like we said, the ball just seems to stick when he's in there and the offense just isn't as fluid, you know?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So a point guard that can D up and at least move the ball and knock down occasional shot. Like, I can't believe how confident Marcus was shooting that three. Like, he did not hesitate. He just chucked it. Dude, I mean,
2: all right. right, let's we just panicked about, late. Let's just talk about the final minute in Marcus. So, and everybody, I guess. Marcus... He has the turnover that leads to the three-point play. He comes down and chucks what I thought was a pretty ill-advised shot, just not the shot. You probably the last shot. I would rather Dave take a three than Marcus take a three. Marcus takes it. Granted, Ochai wasn't hunting a shot. Jalen wasn't hunting hunting a shot. So it's like I think Marcus is kind of like, all right, dude, like if you're not gonna shoot, I'll shoot. But still not great. And then he throws the ball away on the final possession, which I know probably yeah. wouldn't lead to anything. But to me, I was just kind of frustrated. Reminded me yeah. a little bit of old Dot at Villanova last year. But I don't know, man. I think Marcus will respond fine. But I am, yeah. ugh, I, I did not enjoy last night. And it just kind of got me a little stressed.
1: By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust's fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit itrustcapital.com to start investing today. That's itrustcapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional.
3: Yeah, stressed about the offense for sure because I feel like this has been a problem for a while and when he didn't play against TCU. And TCU's not great, but our offense just didn't – our offense looked completely different when Doan was in there running. And, mm-hmm. um, like, Marcus, I feel like we're dogging on him tonight, but he's still, like, one of my favorites. And I said I've been saying it like we just expect more from him because you've said it, the seniors take that next step, but we've just known what he's provided offensively his whole career. So it's like – we expect more but like what more do you expect i guess like he's probably averaging 9 10 points like he's always done like yeah. he's not a he's not a jump shooter he can get to the rim i don't know like i don't know what more we can expect from him like he's still and bill's not going to bench him he's still one of the best defenders in the country like we all were
2: obsessed with him last year and he wasn't giving us anything offensively it, yeah, I mean, it's just he's the perfect example of a guy that probably needs to be your third best player and not your potentially best or second best player. Not saying I mean, I would think Ochai and Jalen have been our best players, but when those guys aren't clicking, like Marcus has to be the consistent. Marcus has to be one of your most consistent guys, and I'm not even yeah. sure he's. I don't know. It's just he'll be fine. I think he's gonna. He's gonna. I think he's gonna start playing better, but um, I don't know. But
3: like, yeah, and even the narrative there, like you take the last minute away, no one's mad at Marcus
2: at all. Yeah, exactly. He was. Even, he, he had some big buckets to help us take the lead late. So yeah, was, yeah, and he's had big plays. He had the big and one against who was that? Creighton. Is that – yeah, I think – I can't remember. He's had big buckets late. He's made clutch. throws. Yeah. So, Marcus fine. He's a gamer. He's a guy. Still one on my team late in a close game. He's normally incredibly smart, but just didn't work out. Are you at all worried about Jalen Wilson? He has 10 turnovers the last two games. He had nine points previously against OU, and then he has four last night. Uh, Jalen just – I mean, he was kind of due to have a little slump, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been money all year, consistent. And I
3: guess maybe just growing pains. It's his first full year in college. Mm-hmm. Just a mini slump. I don't know. I still feel confident when he puts up shots. Like, I want him to have the ball and get a lot of touches. So, yeah. I still believe yeah. in him for sure.
2: Yeah, me too. He, uh, I think he's just had a little rough go around. But I for sure think come March or even here in these next three weeks, Jalen will get going again. And that's yep. where I think this team – We've said it. I think this team can, you can start to kind of get excited about everything coming together. If you're looking at this from a positive standpoint, like we said, Dave is finally playing to his potential that we all were hoping to see. Ochai stays consistent. Ochai 4 12 last night. And we didn't even talked about this panic floater thing. Oh, my God. I mean, that Obviously, was yeah. But either way, yeah. Like I said, Ochai fine, put up numbers, but he never just felt, he never felt. Comfortable, or he never seemed comfortable, or in the flow of the game to me. So four twelve. Thing I'm getting at though, Dave starting to play better. If you get CB to play consistent, you get Jalen back to even close to where he was, and you keep Ochai where he's at. You even keep Marcus kind of where he's at. This team's gonna be fine. They can make a final four. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where to feel excitement how excited to be, how down to be. I'm just very, this team confuses me. I don't, I don't, they're like that, that girl, you just can't figure out.
3: Yeah. And I'm not any more down on them than I was before. Like my, my mind hasn't changed on this team than like before tip off last night, like Dave's not going to be a 20 and 10 guy rest of the year, but Dave seems back. The whole fan base is pumped about him. And yeah, Jalen's been money all year. ochai has been like a 50% three point shooter we have the National Defensive Player of the Year. Tristan's given us minutes. Dewan's been super solid. CB will have the nights where he's stroking it. I still feel like really good about this team. I don't, uh, last night, Oklahoma State hit a ton of threes and we were down. I mean, we might have been down 20. We were down close to that and they still fought back. And if likely
2: doesn't hit that three, then we're hype about this team right now just because they won. I know. Yeah. And I think that's the main thing. Every fan that's listening needs to think about if we would be pumped about this team, if we pull that game out like we I mean, you play that final minute 10 times. We probably win at eight of 10 because we have Bill Self and they don't. So it uh, I uh, especially
3: when no one really played that good last night. I mean, it was basically just Dave.
2: Well, that's the thing. Like, we, we've seen these spurt. We've seen CB. We've seen Jalen. We've now seen Dave. We've seen Ochai. Like, I just want all these dudes to kind of give us all one good game. And I'm not asking for CB to go score 20 or Ochai to go score 20. Just I want all of them to score, like, 14. If yeah. that, if that team can get, if the team can get to that point where this, these guys are averaging 12 to 14 a game, I – I think this team can do a lot come March, but I don't know. That running three by Oach was so funny. It it was. Uh, Imagine if he made that.
3: I feel like that's like a highlight that would have been on, like, the pregame videos.
2: <laughs> it was so – Especially for been, this year. It would have on a pregame video and been made to, like, look like a buzzer beater. Like, who shoots that like <laughs> that? I mean, he clearly just thought that he panicked and thought there was one second left, but – yeah. God, if he sets and shoots that, he was wide open.
3: I bet he would have knocked that down. But he did have a wide open look right before that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, if he sets and shoots that, I mean, God, the way he's been shooting it this year,
2: I'll take my chances there to tie it up. And, uh, God, yeah. And then the final play, Bill, I guess Bill said, and it looked like we ran, like, the elevator screen for Ochai late, but he's yeah. in the decoy that was supposed to go to CB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was going to be some action after we got it in. and We couldn't even get it in. So that was, that was quite frustrating, but. What
3: yeah, because I think it? there was what, four seconds left. So if CB could have caught it. He could have probably <laughs> got a dribble in and got a shot up. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just uh, brutal late game execution, which it's not, that's not something I'm worried about. This team's proven time and time again, they're going to be fine late in game. Both uh-huh. of yep. always are. So. I don't know. Do we uh, do you have anything else on the Oklahoma State game? No, I just I don't think anyone should panic. It's kind of like the
3: Texas Tech game where we talked about if we would have lost that one, the fan base would have freaked out because we lost. Yeah. And it was an ugly game, but they win and then everyone's all pumped. So yeah, I don't think there's any reason to freak out. I mean, they Oklahoma State hit a ton of shots last night and they built a huge lead. Mm
0: -hmm. And
3: KU has like just having Bill Self is huge. Late like in games they go on a 19-2 run, he switches up the defense, and then yeah, we didn't score.
2: We were up 70-63 and didn't score the rest of the game. So Yeah, I uh I agree. Um, <laughs> nothing to panic about. I'm not saying this team's gonna win a national title, but I don't I saw someone I think Bryce Wood, he's our guy, we like him. He uh he said that this team got 2018-2019 vibes. And I don't know if I agree with that. I don't I don't know. I don't think this team, like that team, had a lot of stuff going on. You had Dope get hurt, LeGerald and Bill self button heads. LeGerald leaves the team, like yeah. young. I don't get the vibes with the same vibes this with this team as I did with that team. I think this team's just, it's one of the weirder teams we've ever had. One of the teams, like weirdly constructed teams we've ever had. Yeah. But. I don't think they're going to just plummet and be bad the rest of the season. I think they're just going to win a lot of ugly games and probably lose some ugly games. But and uh, We have a
3: ton of talent. Like the guy we needed to step up and that we expected a ton from, expect to be our leading scorer is back. And, I mean, he still could end up being the leading scorer the way he's playing lately.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We get Iowa State Saturday. Should be a cupcake. Should be one where hopefully we can just kind of relax, get back to mm-hmm. our – get back to doing our thing but you know who we have on Monday (laughs) Baylor (laughs) I
3: don't see how we can win that game but we do have old Billy
2: self I know not that we suck
3: but dude they're yeah
2: are they gonna lose I don't know I was I at the beginning of the big 12 season I said like "Eh, it's Baylor like they'll find ways to lose and I still think they will but man they're good. They just – they they turn it on when they need to turn. Like, they're down one at half to TCU the other day, and they just completely blew the doors off them in the second half.
3: Like – And, God, that matchup just doesn't seem nice for us. I mean, them pressure and Marcus, and I think Ochai's a guy that kind of chills out on the perimeter and doesn't get to the rim. So, it's like – I just feel like their pressure and length will get
2: to us a ton. Like, yeah. that's not – I don't think that's a great matchup for us. I don't want to say it, but I can very much see us getting blown out.
3: Yeah, I wonder what that spread's going to be around.
2: Yeah, that one's at Baylor, I'm pretty sure. So, who knows how that's affecting things. But, yeah, so, we we, Iowa State's obviously a must-win. We'll win that. But Baylor would be – that would be quite the narrative changer if we could somehow win that one. But we Mm -hmm. might – Maybe we should hop on do a little pregame pod for that or something. Else. Yeah, I mean, God, we won that one last night. We're sitting at five and one in the league, and that just seems very nice. Five and one with Iowa State coming and Baylor coming to town. Oh my God! Imagine being so. Assume we win last night. with Five and one. We beat Iowa State six and one. We're six and one going to the Baylor, and we're probably a top five team. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been a fun matchup. I'm pissed we blew that. And not trying to be this guy, but it's like now if you lose to Baylor
3: – and we don't care as much about the Big 12, but league's probably over you lose that
2: one because yeah. you still got to play the whole second half of the schedule. Still got to go to West Virginia. Still got to go to Texas. Like, yeah. I mean – And play Baylor again. I'm not – my hopes aren't up. Like, I'm not – I could really not worried about winning the Big 12 at all. I'm just more worried about this team figuring out how – Yeah play come March but yeah I would think if we if we go three games back to Baylor with all those games still left on the schedule it probably not going to happen so we'll see who knows it would be very just I don't know I think it would add some excitement to this season I think people are excited but definitely has a weird feel right now and I think a, a win against Baylor would maybe change that I mean our fan base has just been unreal after all three losses this year yeah <laughs>
3: It's like we lose like we everyone was like we're going to suck after gonzaga after seeing how good they are and then texas like this team's not good it's like, like even when we we're down 20 everyone's like this team sucks and then we crawl back go up 3 and if we win what do they say
2: yeah i know it's k u fans it's like the meltdowns dude. good god we're the best fans in the country but we're also like the worst fans in the country it's just how it is when you have a just massive passionate fan base but um
3: I mean they're going to lose or they're going to lose games and they're probably going to end up being what a 2 or 3 seed. And we have arguably the best coach in the country. Like I'm not taking anyone over him. So. Yeah. yeah. But the adjustments he makes last night almost helped us win that game. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's so bad in Stillwater." <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh yeah. I don't I mean, I don't get. I think it's people freak out about his his record in Stillwater, but like one, Stillwater's a fairly hard place to play. Two, they've got some deep, they've had some good teams over self's tenure. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it does get mental playing against this old team, but I don't really think so. I, uh, I just think it's kind of Oklahoma State always ready to play when we come to town.
3: Yeah, we need to start keeping receipts of people's tweets after we lose. It's like imagine the tweets if we lose to Baylor by freaking 15 20 on Monday. It's going to be a meltdown. Oh, I mean, the season will be over. People will be. uh, (laughs) Well, because the year we went to the Final Four, people were freaking out about that team when Tech beat us at home.
2: Tech beat us at home. Oklahoma State beat us at home. Oh, what a disaster.
3: Yeah, so it's just, I don't understand. Like, I don't take these losses that personal anymore. I mean, you play 18 conference games, you're going to drop a few. And
2: especially on the road, like, you can't win every tight game. Yep. I don't know. I am a little concerned. I mean, the Oklahoma game feels like it was a year ago. I hardly <laughs> I, I remember us making big plays. Jalen obviously made it a big shot. Dave made some big shots. But I don't know. Last two games we've seen, this team's looked pretty rough. So I think uh, I think we may be going through that. Maybe that what do you call it? Midseason slump. Yeah. I think we've got to come out of it here soon. But even if we don't, even if we go beat Iowa State and we get blown out by Baylor, the season's not over. We're just, we got work we play to do.
3: We've played a crazy tough schedule too. Like they, they're battle tested, man. That obviously can help in March. Yeah, We're not expecting them to win at all, but I don't just enjoy it, I guess. We got a bunch of talent that'll probably be back next year too. So we
2: got to watch these guys for a while. Yeah, and, I mean, at least we're not Kentucky because those dudes stink. <laughs> yeah. Um, shit, even thinking about Dave, like, how good can he be next year? Yeah, I mean, I'm not – I can't even – don't even get me started on next year because I know we're going to be stacked and we're going to get a postseason ban and I'm going to be so depressed. You just brought bad vibes to the program Dude. yesterday. That's why they lost. I know. My vibes have been low. It's just –
3: Sports are weird these days, man. It's hard to enjoy them. Like, just with the virus, you just think everything's gonna get
2: canceled. Or I don't know if you feel the same way. I just, it's weird. It is a lot harder to get excited, but I'm still like, even I say that. And then the final minute against Oklahoma State, I'm standing in my live, like standing at Jane's house. Me and him are standing like psychos, just absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) moving and dying by every second of that game. So, yeah, I think in the grand – like, week to week, like, day by day, I'm not sitting on my phone thinking about KU basketball all the time or I'm not on YouTube watching former games just because I'm bored. But when it actually comes on and the game is on, I am just as invested as I always am, I think. But, yeah, just weird. Even
3: last night when they were making all those threes and they built that big lead, it's like I just didn't really – get into it much like what do you do it's like the texas game like how do you get mad at that
2: oh well, yeah the texas game is one of the all-time fluky games we'll ever see i think but yeah last night i was relaxed i knew we it's what we do we play like garbage on the road and then we just slowly work our way back and we did that we should have won we should have won but i don't know i think our uh, if anyone wants to take one thing away from this pod is that don't panic it's fine this happens every year we the the fan base melts down every year because of a road loss like this and yep. things normally turn out to be okay besides 2018 2019 so if bryce wood's prediction comes true that'll suck then you can panic yeah and it's just
3: based. it was the final minute was the deciding factor obviously so it's like They they clawed all the way back, 19-2 run, took a three-point lead, and then a guy that didn't attempt a three all night attempted on. He's shot 11 threes all night all year.
2: Yeah, This Uh, pisses me off that he made that. Yeah, it really does. It it sucks, and it just pisses me off that I think it was (laughs) Dave and Jalen or Dave and Tristan, I can't remember who was in the corner, and they just, like, couldn't decide who was supposed to guard him. Not that they needed to be smothering him, but Mm -hmm. just we didn't even – consider contesting the shot so that's what no was the most frustrating it's just one of those things you look back every single possible thing went wrong and it they did and whatever you move on what we find dave's good that's the most important thing i think that i'm caring about right now
3: yeah that's huge we've been saying we like everyone was excited about this team without dave doing anything and now dave's back so it's like why not be excited
2: yeah yeah, exactly, and like I said, get everyone on the same page. Get guys playing consistently. Get CB. Get Jalen. Get Ochai. Get Marcus. Get Dave. Those dudes are playing consistently and not having just games where they completely disappear, which is a lot to ask. But if it if we can get to that point, this team can make a Final Four. They can get hot in March, and that that's really we invest our whole entire lives for just a fun two weeks in March. That's really all we care about. So.
3: Yep. We've seen worse teams throughout college basketball go on runs. I mean, it's the craziest tournament. If we're peaking going into March, I'm sure the fan base will be pumped. And if we're a freaking two seed, we have a chance. And with the schedule we played, there's a good chance we get a two or three.
2: Yeah. 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 Just got to avoid disaster. Don't don't fall to Iowa State and then lose to Baylor. And then the whole, whole, whole year's done. But (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I, uh, I'm just glad we got hoops. Oh, well, no. I'll bring it up on another episode. I don't I'm over this episode. I'm ready to call it. I'm ready for Idea. I'm ready for Baylor. Um,
3: yeah, get the confidence back, beat the cyclones by freaking 20. And then shit, they compete with I know we're Kansas, but you compete with Baylor Monday. I mean,
2: if it's close down to the wire, who freaking knows? And yeah. Oh, I can't believe we reached point where we're so scared of Baylor, but that's how good they are. They really are just stacked. So. Yep. We shall see. But all right, folks, as always, we appreciate you listening. And uh, who knows, we might be back before Baylor. If not, we'll see you uh, sometime next week. Yeah. yeah. Crock gotcha. Wanna get a
3: mansion, a jacuzzi, a theater to watch my movies. Couple whips and lots of fancy things. For the kids, they call it, goonies. I see the future, crystal ball. Mirror, mirror hanging on the wall. Who the flies white boy? You're yeah, the mall. Got your girlfriend screening. Down. They call me Superman leaks tall hoes in a single bound I'm single now Got no ring on his finger now I never let another chick bring me down in a relationship Save it, bitch Babysit You make me sick Superman ain't saving shit Girl, you can jump on Shady's dick I can't be a
0: Superman